Hello, Hello there. there. Welcome to an episode of Any Galaxy that this morning I never thought we would have been recording, but here we are. Um, the episode of the thing on Any Galaxy we're talking about today is pretty obvious. There was a trailer that released this morning. Um, we're watching all the Star Wars we can get our hands on, so of course we have to cover this um, for The Mandalorian Season 2. I'm Eli. I'm Jacob. Um, and... Oh my god, it's a minute and 52 seconds, but and it does not reveal much, but let's get into it. Um, we thought, Jacob and I, since a lot of other podcasts are doing hour-long discussions of, the, of this trailer, you know, I don't, we didn't really want to do that just because it's already being done. I don't really think we're going to have a lot to bring to the table that, like, of, like, shot-by-shot analyses of that's yeah. not going to be on Force Center or on Octo Radio or on... A bunch of the other really great podcasts out there. What we have decided to do is we're going to talk briefly about the trailer, and then we're going to talk about theories and predictions we may have. We're going to speculate responsibly, as um, the people at Star Wars Explained say. And, <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, anything to add to that before we dive in? Uh, no, I guess we, get, we can get started. We open on a shot of a, um, a gas giant planet Yep. with another smaller planet behind it this could be i'm looking at the trailer right now that could be endor maybe i don't know what do you think i'm not sure what the planet is i don't think that's the important thing in the shot the important thing in the shot is that the razor crest it's not doing well it the hatch is open that can't be good how is it how have they not been sucked into space i guess i can see they have the another door bit, closed in there or something yeah um, I, I guess i guess Let's talk Point about is, the audio. they're not doing well. They're on the run. Yeah, let's talk about the audio in the first segment, just so we are uh, done with it. It's reused audio from season one, episode eight, and it's basically detailing what Din Djarin, as the the Mandalorian, has to do. He has to get Baby Yoda back to um, whoever he his people are, whoever he deems his people to be. That's his goal. Yeah. So I think, do you think that that's going to be more of a focus here Absolutely. in the second? Yeah, I think that 100% pretty clearly. I'm, 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 I'm hoping we see that. I'm hoping we get some clues, not, not too many clues as to his origin, because I like the, yeah. personally, I like the mystery of it all, but I think it's going to be interesting. Yeah. To the see where it goes. The shadow of the Jedi is looming over this trailer. If yeah. any, if nothing else. The shadow of the Jedi is looming over this trailer, which, you know, there's a couple of options of who those Jedi could be, but we'll get into those later. Um, let's I mean, see. we do we do see skip skipping ahead a little bit, but on the on the same topic, we can go back. I just want to bring it up before I forgot. We do see um, the uh, the woman that some people thought was Sabine Wren, but, but probably not. Isn't. Yeah, um, she uh, she first shows up. Um, the first shot of her is pretty much as the word Jedi is is being said. So I don't know if that's a maybe I'm I don't know if I'm reading into that too much, but maybe that maybe uh maybe maybe she is a Jedi. Maybe she has some connection to the Jedi. Time will tell. The thing is, I've I've been you know I've been talking with a bunch of people on Star Wars Twitter these uh this morning. Um, the general consensus is that people do think she's force sensitive of some kind. Um, which I think, um, I was actually having an interesting discussion with, and I love this, I love that I can name drop these people, 
blank <laughs> I can. Um, I was having a discussion with Laura and Alice of the great uh, podcast Star Wars um, Force Toast, uh, Star Wars Happy Hour, um, and Alice was talking about um, her being a night sister. Like, hey, a that's an interesting idea. Of her being a night sister, and my response to her was, "Hey, crazier things have been done." We got Ahsoka in The Rise of Skywalker. We had Maul in Solo. We almost had the Yuuzhan freaking Vong in The Clone Wars. If all those three are possible, we can have a Night Sister in The Mandalorian. Yeah, I think that, um... I think... Correct me if I'm wrong, but this would be the first time that a Night Sister is in a live-action Star Wars You're TV not show. Wrong. Movie. You're not... I mean... No, you're not wrong. You that would be pretty interesting. Wrong. I mean, she doesn't have the same, at least as far as we can see, the same tattoos. Yeah, and, uh, that, that'd be the only problem. And uh, body art. Maybe. Maybe. We don't know. We, that, we really, that's, that's the theme of this trailer yeah. is we don't know what's going on. <laughs> I mean, that's another, inter another interesting question is if she is a night sister, what is she doing? Because... I don't, oh, I, oh, I don't know if this is canon, but in Legends, Night Sisters, at least their their power and their connection to the uh, their their perception of the Force diminishes as they travel away from Dathomir. I'm not sure. So if I don't that's know how that. Canon. I'm, yeah, I don't know. I'm yeah, not, I don't yeah. think that's canon, but something to think about if she is a Night Sister. We then go to Tatooine. We're going back to Tatooine, which is. An interesting choice to say the least. We get a, a we get our first glimpse in quite a while of a live action Bantha, and they look awesome. Um, they do. They do look awesome. I wonder why we're going back to Tatooine. It does. There's not a lot that makes sense for us to go back to Tatooine. I mean, I trust Favreau and Filoni absolutely, but like, I don't. That's it. Like, I don't. I have no idea why we're going back to Tatooine. I have. I have. I have an, an idea. I have an idea. Sort of, but we, we'll get to that, I guess, when yeah. we start talking about theories and, in a few minutes. And then, the snow. The ice planet. This looks to me like Hoth. This looks to me like Ilum. What makes you say Ilum? See, I've, a lot of people have been throwing around Ilum, and looking. I've been looking at comparisons between Ilum in Fallen Order, Jedi Fallen Order, and Ilum in yeah. and the planet in this, and they look pretty similar, honestly. And if... And if um, if they're looking for the Jedi, like, and if they're looking for the Force-sensitive stuff, where else to start other than Ilum? Like, Good point. Yeah. However, I think the first shot, the, the, it really looks more like, at, at least what we've seen, it looks a lot more like Hoth with the wide snowy plains rather than the towering towering mountains and caverns oh by I mean, the way we gotta we gotta talk about the third option for that planet which is more likely i think than your idea and my idea combined what is it it's a completely new planet that we've never heard of uh, yeah of course i think that <laughs> i think that would be the good i think that would be the good move given given how many recycled planets there have been in a in in like mainstream star wars media since disney took over i actually don't think there have been that many I mean, I mean in, in the sequel trilogy, Ray goes to Tatooine for like five minutes at the end, but that's really it. It I will say, um, in we we do spend an entire episode on Tatooine in season one of The Mandalorian, and that does feel a very very much fan servicey that episode, even I though know. I love that episode. 
I mean, it maybe it's not a ton, but it's enough that people have people people have yeah started talking about it as something that at least sometimes I've heard people kind of talking about it not so favorably. Yeah. But I don't. I think we're. I think that's not really the main point. Yeah. And then and we then... see a crashed. It looks like at forty-four seconds, we see the Mandalorian kneeling down next to Baby Yoda. Is that? the razor crest in the background or is that a crashed ship it's silver with orange markings it looks I pretty banged honestly up i don't know it could be it really could be anything honestly um uh then i want to quickly move on to this one which is uh the mandalorian and baby yoda this is an amazing moment in star wars history last night a couple of shots from this trailer were leaked at just this picture and for about an hour and a half, Star Wars Twitter was completely and utterly obsessed with boats. It was the best boats. thing ever. Oh, because of the shots of a wharf. <laughs> because of the shots of Mando and Baby Yoda on a boat. Yeah, I think that's going to be cool. I don't. We haven't really seen. And there are Quarrens too, which are awesome. From uh, obviously they appear first in Return of the Jedi, but of course most famously in Star Wars: The Clone Wars. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, we, we see Korans walking around, and this the the planet where the where the wharfs are. It doesn't look like Moncala. I don't think it, it looks is. less tropical. But hey, what if it was near the north or south pole of Moncala? What if this was a different part, far away from the big fancy equatorial cities that we saw in the Clone Wars, where everyone was underwater, living it up? I think. What if this was a rougher other than Tatooine, area? I think other than Tatooine. And maybe Ilum. I think we're going to go to all new planets this season. That's just a hunch. Yeah. But that's just me. That would be awesome, you know. Because other new than Tatooine, where do we go in season one of, uh, season one? Arvala 7 was completely new. Navarro was completely new. Sorgan was completely new. The planet at yeah. the beginning was completely new. Other than Tatooine, we got to com see completely new places. And I, I don't think, I don't see John Favreau and Dave Filoni and all the other people working on The Mandalorian ceasing that idea of new, new, new. Good point. Um, Good point. Moving on, we see the shots of the mysterious uh, woman that everyone's speculating yes. about. Baby Yoda seems to have some kind of reaction to the woman, which is another clue that she might be force sensitive. Interesting. I didn't catch did you, that. Did you catch that? It, it's a, it's right at that. the one minute mark. Yeah, we, we see a shot of her, and then the crowd passes, and then she disappears. And then Baby Yoda, like, kind of warbles, and he, he, is, he has a very his, his face is very serious, and he's like, whoa, something's going on. Yeah. And, and then, he looks of course, up at Mando. we get one of my favorite shots in this entire trailer. The boat shot. X-Wings! Oh, wait, am I, am I not the same 107 around. Oh, there we go. That, that is exciting. Why is Mando flying with X-Wings? Well, we don't, we don't know if it's, it's unclear whether he's being accosted by X-Wings or whether he's flying with X-Wings. Yeah. Like, we don't know whether they're pulling alongside him to say, Mando, this is a restricted area. Get, get out of here. Yeah. Or whether they're saying, all right, we're, we're going in all wings. My thing is, I was thinking about this. I'm like, well, what if they were against him? What could he have possibly done? And I'm like, oh, wait, he destroyed private property of the New Republic in season one. He also tricked the New Republic into a, sending a strike force to destroy against a third-party operation. Against criminals. True. Against but... people who had killed killed the New Republic officer. Okay, good point. Good point. <laughs> that being said, maybe they're not happy about having to waste proton torpedoes, because if it's anything like the uh, 
the real world, those are probably expensive. Probably pretty expensive. Yeah. Um, there's a bunch of shots of him with um, his jetpack and all of that stuff. And then we get I can't to wait a... to see more jetpack action. Yes. And then we get to a really awesome thing, which is the Gamorrean Arena. The Gamorrean um, Arena. The arena yeah. with the Gamorreans in... Um, yeah, and I'm excited for this because it signifies... Um, uh, like a coming of full circle because the first picture um, John Favreau in like uh, uh, November, December of 2019 posted a picture um, The Mandalorian Season 2 coming fall 2020 with a picture of a model of a Gamorrean and now we actually get to see the Gamorreans in action um, I love the classic theme and we also get the um, what is it called? Um, uh Abyssin is what it's called, standing next to Mando. He's the um, one-eyed green yeah, guy. Yeah, the one-eyed guy from New Hope in the cantina. Um, mm. which Good catch. I, which I love um, also because um, I was watching the Mandalorian uh, documentary series. This was a couple weeks ago, and they were like, yeah, we want this show to be like our older brother took all the cool action figures, but they left us with Boba Fett and Yoda and a bunch of other scraps of stuff. I, I I then, if they left Yoda and Boba Fett, I disagree with their older brother's definition of cool. But nonetheless, the arena where the Gamorreans are fighting reminds me a little bit of the arena in Solo. I don't I think it's the same place. I just about to mention though. that. Good I doubt catch. it's the same place. What if it was though? I don't think it's the same place. But you know, I looked at some be, pictures and it doesn't look. It doesn't look very similar. But um. You never know. You and never then know. we get, of course, our obligatory Mando doing cool thing shot um, with... Oh, actually, we got to talk about the the um, three guys pointing guns at Mando and then Taviona just reaching down <laughs> yeah. to close his pod. I he mean, knows, everyone knows already loves this shot. I love this shot. He's like, this is the Mando equivalent of I, I'm a head out. Yeah, you know, if Baby Yoda closes his... Uh, Baby Yoda closes his hovering stroller. You better get out of there. One thing I noticed, one thing I noticed was there are now multiples, at least four of the uh, fully winged TIE fighter that was seen piloted by uh, Moff Gideon. Interesting. Um, now, in season one, I assume that this was some special, uh, I don't know, custom fighter for him that could be disguised as a regular TIE fighter, but there, there are more of them, so... Yeah, I don't know. Cool thing for uh, uh, the, the spaceship fans, tie, tie fighter fans. That, we might uh, we might get something new. Yeah, that's it for our like general cover of the trailer. That took a little longer than I thought it was going to, but that's okay. Um, now let's get into stuff like predictions, predictions, theories, and I want to start with this. What didn't we see? Because we didn't see a lot that we thought we were going to see. Number one that sticks out to me is we didn't see Moff Gideon. Hey, good point. We didn't see good. him at all. Nowhere to be found. He is in the show, correct? Of course he's in the show. He's the main villain of season two. Okay, okay. Just and just making just sure I haven't been the... I haven't been doing all my we, homework. We have a picture Entertainment Weekly took a pic took four pictures of the set and he's in he's front and center in one of them. So Didn't uh Giancarlo Esposito also kind of leak a little bit that he was doing sword fights or something yes he has been using i that remember correctly he has been okay. using that and then of course the other thing we haven't seen is everyone else that's been rumored to be in the show main one i'm, I'm talking betting about that those are going to be 
Yeah, those are going to be surprises, but the main one I'm talking about that I thought I'm, we might have seen in this trailer, but we didn't, is, of course, Ahsoka Tano. By Can the way, imagine? that woman is not Ahsoka, and she's not Sabine. That is Sasha Banks. Clearly. Um, she's a former WWE fighter, and she's also going to be that woman in Season 2 of The Mandalorian. Um, it's not Ahsoka, and it's not Sabine. It's ju- just okay. saying. Confirmed, just yeah. to make it clear for everybody, not, neither of the, that, it's not happening. Um, I'm a little sad, but also, yeah, but for I'm, Sabine's I'm, sake, I'm, perhaps relieved. We might see Sabine, because... that's the thing. We might see Sabine. Um, of the people yeah. in season two, who are you expecting to see? Who am I expecting to see? I don't know. I mean, I really want to see more of Moff Gideon. No, I didn't, no, I, I mean, it didn't like really cross my mind. The rumor people. I don't know. I mean, I think the cast is kind of good as it is. I haven't really been, to be honest, this I've been pretty busy lately, and this hasn't been at the top of my mind, mostly. So I have to say I'm kind of just, I'm, I'm kind of experiencing this in this different way than I usually experience new, new uh, Star Wars releases, where I'm kind of just sitting back and saying, whatever happens, happens, because... I haven't been keeping up with the the speculation and kind of my expectations, figuring out what my expectations, what my what my uh, hopes and dreams for the new season are. So I don't know. It, it'll be interesting, but I I don't really I can't really say for certain what I want to one of the see actors from this new season on the season uh, um in se- one of the main actors in season two of Mando while talking to Entertainment Weekly talk, was talking about all the rumors. And they said, uh, some are true and some are not. Um, and so Very helpful. Very I helpful. think, well, some are true means that we're not all shooting in the dark, completely shooting in the dark. I think, yeah. I think we'll see Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. I think we'll see Bo-Katan. And mm-hmm. I think there's a decent chance we'll come up upon Boba Fett, honestly. I want to see Bo-Katan because I think her character could be fleshed out more and she could be a pretty yeah. interesting character, you know? I'm, we, we kind of got to know her in Clone Wars. We kind of got to know her in Rebels, but how does she function in, in this space? Also, I really want to see live-action Katie Sackhoff. That'd be so, crazy. Yeah, it, yeah that's, that, that's um, what it is. Um, I was thinking about... So here's some other thoughts I've been having today. A lot of the thoughts I've been having today about The Mandalorian uh, Season 2 have been recorded on Twitter um uh i've been tweeting all day about it um the the this is one i was thinking about um what if the sin in episode three of mando was actually meant not it's not mando's turning in a baby yoda because he fixes that like right at the end of the episode what if it's actually grief karga's reactivation of the tracking fall maybe for some reason in season two he can't undo that so all of the bounty hunters in the galaxy are still looking for baby Yoda. And maybe it's a reckoning with that. Just a thought. I do think that could happen. I, I don't, I'm not fully sold on that idea personally. I think that that, I, I think if they chose to go down that path of still having just the whole thing of bounty hunters on their tail, it might feel too much like they hadn't fully moved on or committed to something, a, a new yeah. kind of chapter in the story. But but I, I think I think it could happen. I think something like that could happen. Also, for sure. there's also a thing 
There's also a line in the trailer that we didn't touch upon that I think I probably should now. There's um, there's a line that's very telling to me. It's one of the only new original lines of dialogue for um, that we get. Is it's wherever I go, he goes. Wherever I go, he goes. Which is a very Mando season one thing to say. You know, like it's it's a very protective thing to say. But I was also thinking some point at some point, Mando is going to have, have to reckon with the fact that Baby Yoda isn't his. They're gonna have to part ways at some point. Like that's his his mission, basically. I think you're right. I think that that could be a, a point of that could be a point of personal contention, inner battle for Mando at some point, which is everything that he's working for for the child for this is the way for the way is gonna culminate in him having to like the armor part ways with Baby Yoda made a tribe of them the their clan of two in. Uh, the end of season one, but yeah. that's not very official by any metric. It's it's not, and it got me thinking. Like I don't, I don't think the clan of two is mutually exclusive with his yeah. mission to try and return Baby Yoda home. Yeah, it's just like what does what does it mean in the context of uh, of like you know. So Baby Yoda has a family out there somewhere. It, it, yeah. it's 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 just true, um, and it's interesting to me um, when we bring that up about um, yeah, that's that's a lot of my thoughts. Also, I'm trying to think. You know, the Jedi whole thing was looming around there, and I I'm wondering. I had a discussion with Maggie Lovett. Um, from the Star Wars Friends podcast um, on Twitter this morning. And uh, she's like, yeah, we can't have Baby Yoda go into the Jedi. Um, her Jedi meaning um, Luke and his New Order, because of course, if Baby Yoda goes to Luke and Luke Skywalker's New Order, he dead in like 15 years. Or maybe not. Maybe it'll be like a... Maybe it'll be an Order 66 2.0, where originally the story says everyone was wiped out, and then over time, the, people just over got time, brought back in. People, people get brought back in. Like, first it's just the, the two, it's the two, and then it's Ahsoka, and then it's the librarian. And then, yeah, then it's Calcastus. Then it's Terran freaking Malakos, who didn't deserve to survive that. And, it's, and then it's Kanan Jarrus. And then it's Kanan you know, it, Jarrus, then. I don't know. And then there's that guy from Force Collector. If any of you have read Star Wars Force Collector, there's a guy who basically hermited himself and also survived. And and in the Vader comic, the guy, um, Kirik Enfila, who took the brash Interesting point there. Um, there may be someone from the Freemaker Adventures, even. I'm not sure about that, but <laughs> I, My you never point know. was that I was making is that Luke is the only Jedi out there right now. Another Jedi I was thinking of was Ahsoka. And... Uh, she pointed out to me on Twitter that, you know, in Twilight Apprentice, you know, I'm no Jedi, you know, that kind of thing. But she she does she does speak to Rey before Rey says, I am all the Jedi in Good The Rise point. of Skywalker. And also, so. like, and also that was a very thematic moment that Ahsoka, like, it wasn't really, like, it was, yes, it was about her saying she's not a Jedi anymore, but it's also about her saying... Yeah, the Jedi Order's ways had have failed, and I'm willing to reckon with that. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Um, and do you have anything else? Bring or or you have more? 
Yeah, I was about to say, maybe she'll come back around to the Jedi's teachings. That was um, what I was thinking of. Um, maybe, or maybe... Yeah, we're responsibly yeah, maybe she'll speculating say, here. This is responsible yeah. speculation. Yeah, I know it's a little off topic, but you know we, we go where the we we go with the flow, having yeah, fun we, and talking Star Wars. That's absolutely, us. that's what in a galaxy is about. Um, right. Yeah, unless I have you have a pretty, anything, I have a pretty harebrained. I have a, I have a, I have a reach. It's definitely a reach, but uh, he has a reach. Bear with people. Me. He has a reach. Right. Opening shot. We see a gas giant, and behind it, what appears to be a small green verdant planet or moon. I'm not saying anything, but this could be Endor, maybe gas giant. It is not the same color, but maybe that maybe the angle is different. Maybe it's on the uh maybe it's closer to the night side. It looks pretty barren to me. With, with the gas giant? Yeah. I mean it is a gas giant, so Yeah. I'm not surprised. We see that. Yeah. Then we see further along. We we see, of course, Tatooine with a, with a Tuscan Raider. No less Tuscan Raiders we know are pretty uh pretty involved in the Skywalker story when it happens on Tatooine. Oh yeah, I know. And we see with this. a shot which is either if it it might be it it probably is a completely different planet, but but it could be Ilum. If it is Ilum, or if it is Hoth. Both of those planets are important to the the Jedi or and the Skywalker story in in some way. So what if what if what if baby Yoda is I don't know what what if trying what if in trying to get back to get get baby Yoda back to his uh to his people in some way the Mando or baby Yoda is then leading the Mando somehow to these various important sites that are important for things that have happened in the force or, or things if, if important events to the, uh, to the Skywalker saga, it sounds, it sounds even more far-fetched when I say it, but yeah. I it, thought it was a good idea. Do I think it's likely? No. Do I think no. it's possible? Yes. Um, Cause we know baby Yoda has a very strong connection to the forces. Absolutely. Um, was I thinking about um, Ilum and all of that? Um, or what if the uh, what if the first uh, what if the first shot was Yavin, another jung another green planet, orbiting a uh, or a green moon, orbiting a gas giant? Oh yeah, there was this thing. I um, I was watching Alex Stamen Star Wars Explains breakdown, and he was talking about um, John Favreau talking about um, the. Mandalorian season two talking about the origins of the First Order, um, and how Ilum, you know, of course becomes Starkiller base under the First Order, and maybe we see the like what the like between what the Empire did in, to Ilum in Fallen Order and what the First Order will eventually do in Force uh, like sometime before Force Awakens. Um, I I think it'll be I think it would be really interesting if the Mandalorian. Like, if the Mandalorian at all ties in with the First Order and what happened in the sequel trilogy, I think that would be a really... I think that would be interesting if we saw... I think I think we're, it's kind of inevitable I in, order for Disney to, in order for Disney to tie everything together. I, I hope... My hope is that they don't tie it in too closely and, and, rail, and make it too much of a... Um, too much of just a funnel, a narrative funnel into... Um, 
into the into setting up the sequel trilogy but i, I think it would be cool so. to see some connections i wouldn't think so and here's here's why yeah how much time will they have to jump to like be like mandalorian season two takes place directly after one we know that yeah directly after. okay how much time directly are they after. gonna have to jump to tie into the sequel trilogy it's gonna be a lot it is going yeah. to be a lot and i'll th- but to tie in loosely with the sequel trilogy i think that would be fun um, yeah, just set some things up, some references. Include OG you know. of Bestoon if you want to, you know. Um, no, no. <laughs> seriously, I think it would be fun. Not OG of Bestoon. Um, but anyway, yeah, this was a little longer than we both thought it was going to be, but it was fun nonetheless. Um, we're going to still be posting our usual episode up Friday. Um, it'll It's episode 23, Mace Windu Goes Crazy. We'll be talking about a whole bunch of things. It'll be fun. Um, in the meantime, you know, um, follow us on Twitter e- um, at InAGalaxyPod. Email us SWInAGalaxy at gmail.com. Um, you can listen to us on Anchor, Breaker, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Radio Public. Anywhere you find your podcasts will be there. May the Force be with you. Always. <laughs>